Al Anderson Afternoons, the podcast. With Stonewall Manitoba's Alan Cross, well-known musicologist. Uh, Alan, thanks for doing this. Really appreciate it. Oh, you're welcome. Uh, I'm sorry to remind so many people that they've gotten so old. <laughs> yes, right, exactly. Well, here's what got... Now, we've been talking about you and this comment from you all uh, on the start this morning. Mackling and McGarry asked this question at cgob.com, and we continue to ask it at the website. Uh, musicologist Alan Cross says, Music from the early 1990s is now classic rock. In your mind, what's classic rock? Number one answer, 60s and 70s at 44%. 31% say 70s and 80s. 18% say 50s and 60s. 60s and 80s and 90s is getting 7% uh, percent of the vote right now. But basically, you're saying to uh, Gen Xers, um, your uh, favorite music is now considered classic rock, eh? Well, well, let's consider, you just played Jeremy from Pearl Jam. That song came out in August of 1991, so it will be celebrating yeah. its 30th birthday this year. I'm sorry, you know, 30 years in terms of music is a very long time. It is now... A classic. And if you were a member of Generation X, growing up in the alternative nation of the 90s, looking to obliterate hair metal and all the dinosaur rock that came before it, uh, you become your parents. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, I'm, yeah. I'm not I'm not being, being you know, facetious or, or I'm poking fun at anybody. Mean. I'm yeah, you're not being mean. Yeah, I get it. No. No, no. It's just to everything there is a season. Yeah. And, you know, rock and roll is aimed at the young. There was a, uh, a, a very good, there was a very good British music writer named Simon Reynolds, and he once wrote, every generation has the biological right to believe the music of, the youth, of their youth is the greatest music of all time. And there's that 10-year period from, you know, the time you enter high school to the time you get out of university, where music is absolutely everything to you, and that music will stay with you as the greatest music of all time, no matter how old you, go, you get. The music mm-hmm. will stay young in your head, but... Uh, Time marches on and everything else gets old. <laughs> right. Okay. And and I I didn't do a very good job of saying how I feel about classic rock. I understand it's a genre and a time and all that. But to me, any song can be a classic. So I look at it more that way. Uh, you just read a quote. Let me read one here from a listener, Jamie, who said it much better than I did. And I'll get you to react to what Jamie says here uh, in his text message. 204-780-6868. How? Classic rock. It is gleaned from where you are and when you grew up. To me, it is a standout band and or song that transcends time and place. An icon for me is American Pie by Don McLean. Melodically, it appeals to so many in the message and soul of the song puts in, it puts it in the canyon of classic rock for, in the canon of classic rock for me. That's pretty well said, eh? I think so, and, and I think it just underscores my point. Uh, I don't know mm. how old that listener was, but uh, that song will always, in their head, be a, a classic. Um, let me just try and frame this a little bit better. Uh, what we're really looking at, if you, if you dig into the article, is the definition of classic rock as determined by what you hear on, on the radio. Uh, classic rock radio first came about in the middle 1980s, and it was designed to focus on the greatest rock and roll of all time, rock's first generation, or at least let's call it album rock's first generation. Anything mm-hmm. older than 1965 would be oldies. 
anything from say 64 to 85 well that's rock that's the classic era of 60s and 70s and early 80s rock and these classic rock stations and the first one i think was in cleveland uh are, are we're going to play nothing but these greatest hits of that rock era the first generation of, of uh, album rockers but what happens is that listeners get older and they begin to fall off the demographic ledge so that advertisers aren't really that interested in hearing from people who are 60, 65, 70. Right. And as you know, uh, so what they have to do with the music on a classic rock station is young it up. Mm. So what began as a, uh, a period from 64 to 85 began to creep a little higher into the eighties and a little more out of the 1960s. Today, a pure classic rock station, uh, it's, it's rare that they would play uh, Beatles prior to Sgt. Pepper, for example. Mm. Uh, and they would probably play nothing beyond 1990. That's a pure classic rock station. But if you try to keep in that sweet spot, that sales demographic, that 2554 demographic, you got to keep young up your, your classic rock radio station because your former generation Xers have now become in, you know, they're in their forties and fifties and they want to hear their classics, not the mm. classics of their parents or the generations that came before classic rock takes on a def different definition just by virtue of, of it being around longer. And a lot mm. of the songs that classic rock stations used to play are now oldies. So if, you know, if you listen to like something from the Beatles, 64, 65, you know, there, there was a sound, there was a production value, there was a feel and a vibe to that music that you can tell it's aged. Uh, with Led Zeppelin, Whole Lot of Love, you can't tell. It could have been released today and it would still be a, a, a major hit. So you have to drop off some of those older songs because they just don't sound right as, as in today's contemporary rock and roll sensibilities. Mm -hmm. And you're right, a lot of this is related to radio and the labels that radio has put on this music. So you mentioned that uh, uh, classic uh, classic rock or, or somebody my age in my mid-50s would consider classic rock is actually really now oldies. What has oldies become? Nostalgia? Uh, yeah, it's become senior citizens radio. I mean, <laughs> when was the last, seriously, when was the yeah. last time you heard Elvis Presley on the radio? Yeah, yeah. You know, or, or, or any of the doo stuff from the late 1950s, mm -hmm. uh, or, or even some of the pre-Beatles stuff from the early 1960s. I mean, it's, it's dropped off because the audience has aged, mm. and uh, there is no profits for radio stations yeah. to, uh, to appeal to them, yeah. at least with well, music. Yeah. Will any of the songs, and you can talk about particular songs or artists or genres, whatever, you're, you're the musicologist, you break it down however you want. Will any of today's music be looked at 30 and 40 years from now as classics? I don't know if they'll be looked at as classics, but they'll certainly be nostalgic hits, moldy oldies. Absolutely. It's, it's, the, it's the nature of the beast. Now, there is one thing that I have to bring out. Now, if you were a 20-year-old kid in 1991, uh, the chances of you being into music from 30 years previous, 1961, would be pretty rare because mm -hmm. there had been there was such 
a huge amount of evolution and mutation in rock and roll between 61 and 91. Now, in 2021, you go back 30 years, how much evolution and mutation has there been with rock? Not a lot. Mm-hmm. And that's not, that's not a diss. That's just that you know, we have reached a level of uh, you know, rock and roll construction where it, it is not changing as rapidly as it did through the 60s and the 70s and even the early 80s. A lot of it had to do with technology, the introduction of, of, uh, of you know, guitar pedals and big amplifiers and synthesizers and all those things that made it possible to create new music. Now, we haven't seen that in the world of rock and roll, that kind of change, uh, since 1991. So it's a false equivalency to say that someone into Nirvana today, a 20-year-old who's into Nirvana today, is like somebody who was into Percy Faith and Nirvana in 1991. So, mm-hmm. so you, the difference is that, that you could release a song, a song from 91, like Jeremy, like you just played, yep. uh, still sounds good today. It could come out today and it would be yep. again. But the fact is, it's 30 years old. Mm-hmm. Hey, uh, so we've been playing everybody's favorite classic <laughs> rock songs. Uh, we'll play it at the end of the show. Uh, we still have another segment to go. we got to let you go. But at the end of the show, we'll play your favorite classic rock song. Uh, tell us what it is uh, now, and then we'll play it. And if you can, because you are from Manitoba, you're from Stonewall, Manitoba, if you can make it a Winnipeg or, or Manitoba song, even better. I remember very, very clearly. This is not my favorite classic rock song, but it is a very mm-hmm. powerful memory. I remember spending summers at Kinsman Lake in Winnipeg, and they used to have uh, a, a snack bar. And above the snack bar, they had an old speaker that would blare Top 40 radio. And I remember very clearly sitting there on a hot summer day, listening to the Guess Who and Clap for the Wolfman. <laughs> yeah, fantastic. <laughs> Hey, Alan, we're going to play it at the end of the show. Thanks for your time here, man. I really appreciate it. Anytime. Musicologist Alan Cross from Stonewall, Manitoba. We will play that song to end the show. That's a perfect way to end the show as far as I'm concerned. Let me read a couple other text messages and emails uh, on this uh, classic rock subject here. Uh, When my boyfriend's buddy found out that I was thinking of breaking up, he said, listen to this song first. It was Desperado by the Eagles. We have been married now for 41 years. Whenever I hear that song, I sing along at the top, top of my lungs while my eyes water up, love my husband, and that song. Wow. Great, great text message. Thank you for that. Another one. One Kiss for Old Time's Sake by Ronnie Dove, 1965. It's a classic for us because the moment I was breaking up with my boyfriend, this song came on. We've been married 56 years. Look at how important music can be in people's lives, eh? Uh, another one. So, Hal, talking about classic rock, I saw a commercial today that was promoting all of the Star Trek series as classic Star Trek. There is only one classic Star Trek, Hal. That's the original, Nimoy and Shatner. Classic rock is the 60s and 70s. Anything else is classic misrepresentation. Getting some great passionate text messages and emails today. And one more, Hal, to me, music mainly from the 70s is classic rock. For example, bands like CCR, eagles and deep purple just to name a few thank you sandy thank you all uh, for your text messages and emails on classic rock today hal anderson afternoons the podcast is available on apple podcast google podcast and anywhere you find your favorite podcasts